So uh, that was uh, Julie Harris. Yeah. Good old Julie Harris. She was in Mrs. Bixby in the Carol's Coat. Who was she? Mrs. Bixby. She's Mrs. Bloody Bixby. <laughs> That's how we know her. Yeah. Ah. Well. Right, okay, well, that's good then, isn't it? Yeah. The reason, the reason that I, uh, what made me look there is that I noticed you were born in Gross Point. And, I and then you, of course you did, and I'm yeah. thinking, surely not two of them born in Gross Point. <laughs> oh, wow. Guys, uh, welcome back to the final episode of one, the episode of our first podcast series. Yeah. And also the episode of the season one of Tales of the Unexpected in today's exciting edition of The Unexpected Tales about the Tales of the Tales. The Tales! Of the Tales? Yeah. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm Rob. Okay, this was something what we. Rob! Before I go any further, what do you hate? Because I'll tell you what I hate, if you want to answer the question. <laughs> do you want to answer the question first or find out? No, no, I'm, I'm interested to find out what you hate. I hate pretend paper that's been peeled back to reveal an image underneath. Oh, right. So, when I was driving along, I saw um, a... This was today. Yeah. I saw a van with... As it like it was almost as if it part of it had been peeled away, yeah. and beneath it there was another thing, which was like I think it was a, a Leeds United logo, which I is this is not about footballists. I don't know about footballists anyway. Right. This is about the fact that people people like these things to pretend that things are underneath the thing that they can't possibly like people who have tattoos of skin peeled back. You know. <laughs> It's like, why? Why are you doing this? People, those are the things I hate. I hate it. I hate pretending... Things, pretending things are peeled back. Yes. <laughs> yes. Instead of just being peeled back. How could you indicate that it was, in fact, peeled back? It, was, it definitely wasn't. There definitely... The so I, so how, would it, how would it look different if it had been peeled back? Not peeled back. So then it would have just been covered? Yeah, it would have been flapping. This is a, this is a 2D... Peel back, made to look like it's actually there. It's, it's ridiculous. Why are people going on about this? Why do people continually bring this up? <laughs> that I love. They're always there, aren't you? See them on the street corners. I love things that are pretend peel, to be peeled, peeled back. back. Oh, it's terrible, aren't. isn't it? What, what, what do you eat? Well, I've been trying to think because we've been talking. I mean, one of my many pet peeves is that people. Say bought when they mean broad. Oh, uh, I, if I if it's happening on a TV, I'm constantly correcting them as they're doing it. Uh, I can't stand it. Yeah, yeah. I bought this. I brought this. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and, and it see what's really making it worse for me is it now seems to be accepted. It's no longer challenged. Yeah, and I understand that language has to evolve but surely not incorrectly <laughs> that's what that is that's yeah. just sort of letting it go yeah it needs to be stopped yeah. at least speak better English like what we do indeed this was an episode called The Way Up to Heaven 
It features Julie Harris, who played Mrs. Bixby in um, Mrs. Mrs. Bixby, Bixby and the Coat. And the Coat, which I'm sure it probably wasn't called Mrs. We've Bixby said, and the Colonel's Coat. Yes, that's the one. And Mrs. Bixby and the Colonel's, yeah, coat. and the Colonel's Coat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but we've been, we've been sitting watching it and thinking we recognise that woman. We know her. She's probably been in an advert for something. Yeah. And though there she is, Mrs. Bixby, um, playing a very different character this time. Somebody who is certainly has been beaten, not not literally beaten, but beaten metaphorically uh, by her husband. That he she's developing twitches, insecurities, and it's all based on the fact that she doesn't want to be late. It's as simple as that. And yet, this person, Mr. Mr. whoever this guy is, he is just, he, he can't, he loves winding her up about. I mean, it's all on purpose, right? He, he... Yeah, yeah, because when I sort of read the um, sort of synopsis of this and... Even when I was listening to Roald's introduction, which we haven't dealt with in, in any way whatsoever. I think I've jumped ahead, haven't I? Yeah, a bit, yeah. Um, my sympathies didn't lie with her, to start with. Because, you know, it's it, it sort of said that she's got a pathological fear of being late, and, I, and I'm and i sort of thinking, oh, you know, can't you just sort of, you know, get a grip and something like that. So, I suppose... So, before it, before it starts... I'm sort of thinking, oh, this is going to be an annoying sort of person who's sort of yeah. all regimented and yeah. stuff like that. So, so, so the reason why I haven't... I mean, I've not gone into the episode yet. It's more about this kind of, like, uh, this character that she's been playing, OK? But the, what I was going to do was uh, just mention that I also don't like being late. Oh, no. Now then, what I don't mind is if other people decide that they're going to be late... But that where, where it doesn't affect me, like for example, we're at a meeting. The meeting lasts between one and two, right? Okay, and I get there for one because I will, or five to, yeah. okay. And somebody arrives at one thirty, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. If that meeting then proceeds to go on for the hour it was intended, then I'll be annoyed. However, the right thing to do is to say you were late. You're forfeited with an half an hour's less information than these guys. The meeting still finishes at two. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Because otherwise, you're playing to the person who's yeah, late. Yeah, exactly. Right? So it's acceptable to be late. Else, yeah. But what you, what I won't have is um, it's late, and let's say, for example, ah, oh, yeah, I'll come round at eight, and they don't come round until half eleven or twelve. No. Oh, it's not acceptable. No, well, we we both, in fact, have experience of dealt with this before, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. and uh, no, I, I can't stand it. No, so so uh, yeah, so uh, I did jump ahead, but it was mainly to just say that uh, I'm certainly on Mrs. the the lady's side here. Well, it turned out it turned out that I was, but I didn't think I was going to be. That's that's what I think about it. So right, well, Roald Dahl does something that's a little bit weird here at the beginning because he says that he deals with creating... One thing that he, he has to deal with is having one person do a nasty thing to another person. Yeah. And in this story, the nasty thing isn't the nastiest thing that happens. He, he says that the nasty thing happens much later than what you think the nasty thing is. Yeah. So, so it's a weird thing, because what he's almost saying is, ten minutes before the end, okay, don't expect that to be as bad as what it's going to be. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, so that's so the, the lady. I can't keep calling her Mrs. Mm. Mrs. Foster. Mrs. Foster is so. First of all, it starts off. She's got a twitch. Yeah, the twitch rolled Roald describes as being as a result of uh, be you know her husband's. Okay, she's obsessed with time. I guess that's what yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. It's it. It's a suggestion is at that point. It, it's more her. Yeah, in, because internal thing. Yeah, than anything else. She's. She's not in control of her timekeeping. That's the problem. If 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 it was up to her, she'd be on, on places on time. Yeah. The problem is, as as we later emerges, sorry, is that Mister Foster just likes to delay, just to just just be an arse about it. I mean, in actual fact, I I I would like to petition to rename this episode oh. um, called "Time Twitch and the Cunt." <laughs> Because that is exactly she's got a twitch and she's married to a cunt. Um, but what's happening at the time is that she's trying to get out of the house to go to the airport, which is going to New York to yeah. see their daughter. I would have thought. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah. And yet he's holding things up. In the meantime, the maid and the butler servants they're so trying to sort out and, and reassure her keep her calm and stuff like yeah, that yeah well the, the sort of first indication that it's not actually all down to her it's not all in it, her yeah that it's, that it's not just her being ridiculous yeah is is from their driver who who yeah he's been through this before yeah, yeah. and he's and he's really sympathetic towards her and I don't know whether he's exaggerating, but suggesting that she's had to have the smelling salts out, I think. That's right. He's done this before to her, to the point where smelling salts came out. I think that would probably be a little yeah, a joke there. But. but, but yeah, so that's the first sort of hint that, oh, you know, perhaps this is not something that's no. her fault. Perhaps this is, this is something real. Yeah, and, and with the reactions, although subtle, the reactions from the servants, the yeah. driver, her acting, she's in fear of this guy what she can't do is sort of or rather what you get the feeling she can't do is do anything about it yeah. like all she can do is say Let, hurry up please I'm going to miss the plane and stuff but it's doing nothing because that seems to be feeding him to to be more more of a cunt well he's very he's very much in control isn't he and, yeah, and again this, this is something that, that we see the, in, the male role is often an arsehole yeah and yeah, well, you're right. The, I would say seventy percent of these stories, it's the male definitely deserved what they, they got. They deserves. Yeah, <laughs> they just deserves. Yeah. yeah. So um, anyway, so he eventually comes down. Now they've got a lift. Yeah. Right? This is an interesting point here because it doesn't look like from the outside the house doesn't look like it should have a lift in it. But it's one of those sort of like apartment style lifts that with a cage rather yeah. than a box you know so you can see through the the, the railings and stuff yeah i mean I, I, what i think of when i see those lifts is there's a, a james bond film i think it's diamonds are forever and with sean connery in it and uh, he he fights a guy in a lift i think i think the guy that he's fighting he's going to he's going to assume his identity and become a diamond smuggler into uh, america yeah he that's right into yeah. franks or yeah. something like yeah. that and there's a, a quite sort of fierce for those yeah. days fight in, yeah. in the lift with it was those with the like constitution yeah that's right well i imagine a french apartment building yeah and you would <laughs> and <laughs> shut them too and they would go oh rickety this is what this lift is um and it turns out she reveals she, her legs aren't particularly good but there's a reason why they can't use the stairs. Yeah, I I just wonder is it 
just because he's so pompous, he's too yeah. good for stairs. Yeah. When he when he does come down in the lift, this is the first we've seen him. Really, first input yeah, apart five from minutes in heard from, yeah, the, yeah. from the uh, driver, and he's sort of totally pompous, isn't he? Yeah. He's a banker. Yeah. He's that sort of. He's not a nice guy no, at all. He's, he's like, um, do you know? Um, is it Lionel Barrymore who's in It's a Wonderful Life? The the guy who plays the the real estate. Oh, I don't guy. know. Yeah, you know, I know that's one of those films that everybody talks about. Yeah, but he's I'm, like a proper villain in it. It's, right, it's awful. Yeah, um, but he's that sort of character of of somebody who actually. Their evilness isn't the decisions that they make; it's the reactions that other people towards other people. So they find out that other people are upset or are going to be in a bad way. So they just decide to push that a little bit further. That's this sort of guy. And even then, he comes down. Ah, oh, great! We're we're on. Hey, we'll make it. We're on time. That's her sort of attitude. She's not angry. She can't be angry. And yet, he then says, "Yeah, just going to wash my hands." <laughs> So, which, which mean, at that time, that's again, that's his first one. Yeah. So it didn't strike me as funny. But there's a callback. Yeah. Funny, cruel. But yeah. there's a callback later on. Yeah. There? And then it, it did make yeah. me laugh, not because I approved of him, but just because it's so cruel. But it's the walk to the car, the walk down the steps. You know, the sniffing the air. Yeah. Because because he can see that she's. Totally yeah. tense. He knows her. They've been yeah. married a long time as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 just uh, it's quite uh, it's quite annoying. I mean, I, I mentioned this is something I was going to mention later on, but all the way through this, every bit of tension that's built up here is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliantly acted, brilliantly done. You know, you have sympathy with her. And by this point, I don't know if you'd change your mind about her. Uh, yeah, just yeah. about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and to sort of build that tension, we do get. A bit of a running countdown as as to time passing, don't we? Yes, From yes. Four eleven, four yeah. thirteen, and that I think builds it. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so by, yeah. by this time, I'm sort of thinking, oh, hold on, yeah, maybe so, she is a little bit like that. But however, what's happening here? Yeah. You know. So they're in the car now. They're driving towards the airport. It's the they. She's worked out that she needs to be there an hour before check before the flight goes, which is about right, I think. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, she's she's uh, there's fog uh, in the when they're getting on the road, and so the guy goes, uh, the husband, Mister Foster, says, uh, "This isn't the Monte Carlo rally." <laughs> and he sort of rolls his eyes and stuff, and then starts going on. Plane's probably going to be cancelled anyway, and you know, just gratuitous. It was just unpleasant, yeah, and it, like constantly cri- criticizing. But she's just kind of putting up. He goes. Sit back, you're making me nervous, and also it's it's horrible. Anyway, um, and and I was thinking at this point, what? Why has he gone to the airport? Yeah, well, this is that thing. It, is it can that only be it's the control, can't it? Yeah, because he's not wanting to waver off. He doesn't care about no. It, I don't think no. He he wants to be part of this the 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 chaos that's happening that he's causing. Yeah, so it's making him feel good to make her feel yeah. bad. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, so there's so now you cut to this uh, the close-ups of them. You see, you don't see the location, but they arrive at the airport. But he go the, and they stop, and he goes, "Ha, told you, we're stuck in traffic." And then the driver goes, "No, no, no, we're here. It's all right." And you go, Fucking yes, get in, Mrs. Foster. So the driver then says, 
I'll go and check. I'll sort this out. Sort this out. Don't worry about a thing. I'll, and then, yeah, you yep. pray, your plane's delayed. But don't worry. Spend some time in the first first class lounge, and yep. you, you'll be right. I mean, by this time, we've had a cut scene back to the house, where we've it's it's been mentioned for the second time that the house is going to be closed up for six weeks. For six weeks, yeah. Because uh, the, yeah. the servants are covering everything up. Yeah. They're saying, let me know where you're going to be. Yeah. And uh, they say that uh, they, they, he's going to um, wire them when it's time to reopen it. So yeah. th- that sort of thing's gone in there as well, isn't it? Uh, so, yeah, so uh, she's in the first class lounge and then she starts talking to the bar lady, who's a young, a young lady. But, like, it's one of those things where you... you Ask a question that you you wish you hadn't because it started an avalanche of a conversation. Yeah, she just doesn't shut up, and it's like <laughs> the, the girl behind the bar. It's like, oh, that's really, and then she kind of goes on again. Anyway, I'm saying it's, it's again it's, I her really facial that. reactions. They're great because it's subtle. Yeah, but I actually put down it, it's either that that was intentional. If it's not intentional, it's just very bad acting that makes it look wonderful. That she's <laughs> bored of hearing this story. From, they've done three rehearsals, a, a table read, and now they're doing the real thing. And she's just bored of this conversation. <laughs> it's a really, really nice little bit, though. But it also shows Mrs. Foster loosening up. Yes. Because she's, she's actually starting to appear... Um, Looking younger, yeah. Uh, looking more relaxed yeah. because she's got out of his orbit. Yeah, she's happy to be somewhere where she can't. Now it doesn't matter what happens to the flight because she's there, ready to go as soon as it's ready. And we do get there a bit of an exposition as to why she's like she is. Yes, she, she yeah. tells us it's from her childhood. Yeah. yeah uh, so, but but also, I don't like this tardiness. Right, okay, where, where it affects me. Other people can go about their daily business, that's fine, but, but me, it, it's a problem for me, right? Yeah. Okay. But not obsessional, that's fine, okay? And I think if you had somebody that pushed that, anybody would turn into Mrs. Foster. However, she also does back it up with the fact that the, there's this, this background, she's always been like it, and Sod's Law dictates she ends up with somebody who just makes it worse. Yeah. Some worse. yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm really lucky in, in the L is exactly the, the same, same as me. So, we you know, we if we're going to be somewhere, we, we'll sort of do everything that we can to possibly get there. And she'll, she'll cut down the time that she's spending getting ready if we're running late in order for us to get there. Yeah. Whereas there have been women that I've been involved with who won't do that. The particular girl I'm thinking of um, just wouldn't bend in any way and like if it meant we were well we were we were two hours late for my dad's wedding <laughs> <laughs> but, but she would say in her her defense would be that she had no concept of time yeah now by the time i'm 90 minutes late for my dad's wedding somebody telling me they have no concept of time is not really going to soothe me to be honest because <laughs> I think if you haven't got a concept of time, you've got a duty to develop one. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. you put an awful lot of people yeah. out. I think it's a lot of things where people go, right, work, I'm employed to be on time, I'm employed to do this, pay, people pay me to be in certain places at a certain time. When I'm at home, that's my time. 
Yeah. I think people do it and switch off from time. And if they are the only person involved in it, I would agree with them. Absolutely but right. But when it affects other Anybody people. Anybody else. Absolutely. And as I say, if other people are going to be late and stuff, be late. Just, just like, if that meeting between one and two can't start properly until half past... Um, don't make it last another half an hour yeah. longer, okay? Because no, I've I've done my bit. Yeah, it's you can't say that's okay. As it happens, Mrs. Bixby's flight's cancelled. Well, but, but she's not even Mrs. Bixby. She's Mrs. Foster and Mrs. Bixby, yeah. of course. Yeah, but her fl- flight is cancelled. So all of that getting to the station on time, ta- the airport on time, was slightly irrelevant. However, we did see a loosen up, and that's yeah. if Simon Cowell was judging this he'd be going I think we've seen the real you (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to tweet Simon Cowell later by the way alright I want him to actively defend that fucking show which one X Factor why what's happening I'm I'm just appalled that it it can possibly exist I I was thinking about is there a particular thing that's annoying you what annoyed me was this phrase this is you're the reason why we have shows like this What, what, no, that's not the reason you have shows like this. The reason you have shows like this is because it's a very easy way of making money. Yeah. Okay? yeah, yeah. Um, the, the reason why we don't have shows like that, or shouldn't have shows like that, is because those people who have been putting years of performance in and the money that they've spent and all this and trying to get somewhere, but just need the break, just need a TV, um, an audience, that's what I meant. Hmm. Um, and you don't need all of the world to like what you do. You just need a little bit of exposure yeah and that'll do now you get people who are bad singers that get get voted off properly and because they're bad on that show yeah. and yet they've got more exposure than people who are talented and just aren't able to catch a break yeah so I want to tweet him and I just want to say just please fucking defend that show because then I'll listen to you well I I I don't watch it but I am aware of what happens on it and is that is it is that one of those shows where they have their backstory. Yeah, it's the, the you, sob. You, the you, sob. Yeah. Right. Now you know you're asking me what I don't like. That. I really don't like that, right? Yeah. Because if you're going to be asked to, if you're going to ask somebody to judge you on your performance, then it depends on what your performance comes across. It doesn't depend on what might have happened no. to a, no. anybody no. In, in the past, does it? No, not at all. When I, when I was doing my Law Society finals, which, were, which is solicitor's exams, after the last exam, quite a few people who uh, I'd sort of spent training with that year got up and walked to the front carrying envelopes. And uh, I, I asked them what it was. And they said, oh, well, you know, this is, this is our request to be marked leniently because of all these things that uh, we think they ought to take into consideration when they're marking our exam papers. Bullshit. It is, because yeah. when you're doing the job, if you're presenting it in front of the judge, you can't give him a piece of paper and say, <laughs> but would you, would you take this into consideration? My mum's not well. Yeah, that's it, yeah, I'm going to say, yeah. Um, sorry about murdering that fella, but I did give to Oxfam <laughs> in the early 90s. Now, it's the same, me and Shell went to college, uh, that's where we met, and there was a girl on there who'd handed in, we, we were doing advertising, and we handed in our final work, and it was like a book to show. She never turned up, she just left it on the side, and, and she had a note. It was almost a disclaimer at the front of this book <laughs> of all her work, her presented work, and it just said, it was something like, um, I haven't got a printer like other people seem to have, 
so my, my work's not fancy like everybody else's and I was looking at this work going this disclaimer's all fair enough you ain't got a printer but I, I'm, I mean I'm, I'm assuming the printer didn't come up with these ideas that, <laughs> that, that everybody else everybody else's printer has the ideas and stuff because it was shite their work was shite and it was, that was the problem I had with, at that stage was that it, right I need to judge this based on this yeah, the yeah. only judge, the only judging panel that I can trust on TV is the Strictly. Yeah, they don't fanny around yeah. with their oh, it's going to be imminent. They're like the better dancer tonight was so and so. We say this, whereas on the other show, you think at least one of them would vote for the other yeah. for the one that yeah. wasn't so good just yeah. to. Because it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's like no, what's the point? Based on this, the better the better dancer was this, and it's it's the most. It's like you did really well. Here's the nine, okay? But obviously, studio, uh, sorry, TV people vote. When it comes down to it, you got two people in the bottom final. Now that's not their decision. That's the, that's the viewers. Remember, but when it comes down to it, it's kind of like uh, Craig Revel Horn. Who do you say it is? Um, the better dancer tonight was Sophie. Um, get me over to Darcy. The better dancer tonight was Sophie. Bruno, if you agree, blah blah blah. Len, mm. yeah. uh, Bruno, what do you say? Based on tonight's performance, the better dancer tonight was. Do you, do you know when when they do say if there is a tie, it Len, you'll get the, the Len does incline his head to does take. That, it does that kind of like yeah, I am going to do it. I, I'll I'll take that hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, really, it's lovely, isn't it? <laughs> That's how this is going to work. Anyway, uh, I forget how we got in onto this, but it was. Uh, I'm sure I'm very cross about it. Oh, we were both of us, I think. Okay, so it's now she's had a plane, plane cancelled. In comes Richard Hillman. Richard Hillman uh, from Coronation Street. Yeah, and and at this point, when I first saw him, I thought, oh, there's a coincidence because didn't he play a person who pretended to be a pilot? Oh, he, yes, he did, didn't he? Well, no. Was it a chef? Well, Fireman, <laughs> ambulance driver. <laughs> It was somebody else entirely. It was the person who Deirdre was uh, seeing. Who Samir? No, it was. I don't know this show by the oh, way. I just no. remember, I remember names. Though in Doncaster, there was a sign on the thing that said uh, "Free Deirdre Rashid." Yeah, for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, it was Deirdre. Hillman was the was the serial killer. Who Gail was married to Gail. She looks like an upside down kettle. <laughs> Anyway, in comes, <laughs> in comes uh, um, Richard. Basically, says it's all cancelled. You can have a hotel if you want. Uh, now then, she's on the phone. She gets on the phone. Ah, oh, they say I can have a hotel. Now she decides against it, and she's going to go back home. Big mistake. Yeah, that's well. You know, is she is she able to make that decision? Because I don't think she is. I think. He's broken her to the degree. We don't actually. He won't, he won't accept it. To be honest, she does. She could have just made that call. Can't get a cab back. Blah, yeah. blah. She could have but made. She's that not call. strong enough. No, there's there's a good point there. After all this, this these years yeah. of this behaviour, because she is encouraging him. She's she's saying, you know, you stay there. You yeah. don't need to come back. But he's he's sort of insistent. I yeah, we don't hear his side of view. No, but that's what we're we're gaining, don't we? Yeah. 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 But uh, you know, we've seen her loosen up, so we. Anyway, she, oh no, she's gone back into Mrs. Foster. Shows how far actually she's moved me from my original position. Yes, fifteen minutes earlier, yeah. I've been thinking it's her yeah, fault for all yeah. this. Now I don't even hear what he's saying, and I'm blaming him for it. So um, 
she eventually gets back to the home. Now, at the home, the servants are... That's it. All gone. Uh, covers are over the stuff. And he's there already. Yeah. And they, she says, look, as long as I get back for 11 tomorrow morning, we're all good. And so that's says, what I'm going to do. And he says, well, I've got a car ordered for nine. She's relieved. Ah, that's good. I don't need to do that then. So she, she's thinking nine, two hours. Yeah, two hours. That that'll be perfect to Jobs get through. Done. And then he says that he's going. He wants to call at the bank first. So she's like, oh, for fuck's sake! Now I've got to go through this rigmarole. Right? Okay. So Cause that's what she thinks, isn't it? That's, she, it's more control. Yeah. It's more yeah. of what he, of what he does to me. Yeah. Because no, he knows that this what's happening. They could he, get two cars. Yes. He could go to the bank after yeah. he's dropped her off. Anything could happen, but she knows that it's more of the same. Yeah, and and then it, when you say more of the same, um, she uh, it's more of the same again. He she's already yeah okay. This time there's no servants to help. She's waiting at the bottom of the stairs with the the coat and stuff, um, and he's late. He you know he eventually turns up on in the lift. Uh, walks out the lift and he, he's, he's sort of trying to delay. He says, "What about your luggage?" She says, oh, yeah. "It's all right. That's the airport." Uh, yeah. And then uh, again, she. I'm waiting in the car. She gets in the car. Early says, "I'm going to get some cigars." Oh yeah, that's right. I'm going to get me cigars. Yeah, which but, is the he wanted to wash his hands. And, yeah, yeah. And it, and it was at that point that that it sort of made it it made me laugh because I thought. What a guess, yeah, he is, he is. And then, so, it, again, same thing, walking down the stairs, yeah. taking three or four seconds with each step. Um, <laughs> You'd be screaming, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I would. Yeah. Uh, as, as I say, I I have experience of, of this, and uh, I, I would, I'd be, I'd be going crazy. I mean, they're, they're the mental one now in this. They're, they're disturbed if they want to put other people through this. Yeah, absolutely. That it's it's well it's like a form of psychological torture. It's, it's, it's psychological torture. And well, the taxi driver who obviously doesn't know these people. Yeah. He's starting to think, what the uh, what's this relationship all about? Totally, totally different, I think, his attitude towards her than the staff's attitude. Yes, he's got no experience yeah. of it. So he's like I was. Yeah, he's he's us yeah. at the beginning yeah. of this episode, yeah. isn't he? So yeah, why she, she's neurotic? Yeah. She's just she's a f- control freak, but she he has no idea. However, they get into the car and then before they set off, I've lo- I've got a little parcel. Where's my parcel? And she's like, "Oh my god, what right? I didn't see you with a parcel because I did. I had a parcel. It was it was it was I had it in my hand. What's it look like? It's in a white box. And this is something that he's wanting to give to the he daughter. Wants to give to the daughter. She goes, "You can post it." He goes, "No." I'll just I'll have a look don't worry goes back in the house time's ticking away again that time tick tick yeah, what's yeah. the time now what's the time now maybe 9.15 9.15 now so he so she says go to the house and to the taxi driver yeah. and call him yeah right he goes to the door has to come back because the door's locked so she decides to go herself then she goes to the cell, herself and then when she gets to the door she gets the key out yeah and then she hears Alice, <laughs> Alice, <laughs> but faintly. Yeah, and there's something really comforting now for me. Yes, to know that he's getting his just deserves. Yeah, I don't know what his just deserves are. No, that's I don't right. know what's no, happening no. to him. But you just know there's something wrong yeah. here. If he needs her help, 
then Summit's up. Because there's no way he'd ask for he it. He wouldn't admit to this. No. So we know Summit's up. So she looks through the letterbox. Yeah. And then you can hear Alice, again Alice. And then she turns around to the, to the camera. And it, you can see that happiness. It's it's back to the Kaiser Soze thing, isn't yes, it? Yes, that's you right. Can, yeah. You can you can see it, and it, and this is the thing with good actress. I think. Oh, she's amazing. You can see it in her face how it just melts into yeah. her. Can't this you? is pure acting, like Susan George when she was getting angry and upset. Yeah, like, nothing really happens in her face. Yeah, but it does. Yeah. So she so so she says. Then her voice and attitude and actions and mannerisms all change. She's, she's strong by the time she gets she's back. She's strong. Listen to, got to get off. Oh, I'm waiting for your husband. No, we've got to go. Yeah. And it's cool, calm, collected, and in control. Yeah. So then um, she obviously makes the flight this time. And now we get a little bit of a kind of a narration of. Yeah, what's, well, what's been happening? Over I think well, she's she's setting her alibi up there, isn't she? I suppose, yeah, because the, I mean, spoiler alert: when she looks through the letterbox, she realizes something. Yeah, doesn't she? So yeah, so she's setting up her alibi because she will. If she's not heard from him in all the time that uh, has gone by, then she would need to make some attempt to do that. To yeah, at least to have yeah, to have continued the pretense at yeah. least, yeah. So we get the idea that she's been writing letters. Earlier on, it's been he said uh, that he doesn't write letters. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So it won't be odd if it does, if she doesn't hear from him. Yeah. Because he said that he set that up himself. Yeah. So we've now got a situation where she these letters are all all coming, which is what exactly what she'd be doing if everything was well. Absolutely. And and so six weeks later, and we see the let, one letter get posted, drive off. Then the next scene is again the, the narration still going on about this final letter. It's I can't believe six weeks are up. She gets back. She walks into the house, there's all the post on the floor. No surprises about the amount of post that's landed on the doorstep. No. She just picks out her airmail, puts them all together, pops them on the side, walks over to the table. Dusty, dusty, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. And um, now we used to have one of those little find your A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. Oh, right, with a slider thing. Right? Yeah. Okay. And then press the button and it would open. Yeah. We used to have those and it was you nice could to see things that. things off the, off the top. That's right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice to see that. It was one of those satisfying click, 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 <laughs> click, click, click. Um, and then she gets on the phone. Ring, 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 ring. Hi, my elevator in the house is broken. It's stuck between the first and the second floor. Um, and, and I say the music in the background here is now quite jaunty. Yes. Sort of bazooki type of music, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it is a bit like that. <laughs> so um, now, if you haven't worked any of this out, okay, because maybe you were young when you first saw this and, and you still think that she doesn't know what's going off is that you think why isn't she like worried about the amount of post that's on the floor and why does she know that the the lift's broken she hasn't checked it yeah ah she must know that there's something wrong with the lift already the only way she must know that is if she knew before she left when she looked through the letter, she looked through the letterbox. So she agrees to get a workman to come round, and she explains that she's going to need somebody to come round pretty quick because she Just can't get up the stairs. Yeah. Again, that could be some sort of 
we need. I just need somebody in the house to discover. Yeah, what we're about I, to I see. Sure, but but yeah. yeah, moves the chair over into position, and that's that is really quite moves the chair into position to see isn't it yeah yeah because she this is quite macabre now because she moves the chair and as she looks up she sits down and as she looks up she sees or we have her eyesight of the dead body of her husband with flies on it with flies on him who's face down in the lift and obviously what's happened is the lift got stuck She's seen it. She's seen it and realised that this is my way out. Yeah. It's an accident. She's known if she goes back, she is going to miss a plane. He's going to win if she goes back. And this time... This is the ultimate escape. She ultimately Um, wins. And that is where the final... The kind of credits roll, isn't it? And a great one to end. An absolute cracker. And you're right, it's, it's... it's a superb one to end because that is the sort of cliffhanger even though none of these continued over into the next episode this is a great one to go oh my word I can't wait for season two to start yeah yeah and and as I say to me that feels like a genuine sort of tale of the unexpected yeah not relying on anything that sort of comes out of the blue or anybody's inability to do anything really it's a it's a well written well acted uh Tour de force. Yeah, yeah. there was this this a, a conscious decision to. She hasn't murdered him. We need her to win. Yeah. Okay, because that's the right way of doing this. I mean, the having her arrested for something that she didn't do wouldn't have been as it wouldn't have been as satisfying as. I mean, in the at the end of the day, she she, she sort of is culpable for his death. She's aware that. He's gonna die. She's aware that he's yeah. trapped. She's aware nobody's but, gonna come in there for six she, weeks. Yeah, but she's certainly now free. Yeah, and this is. But then, but then, you see, I think quite often in these things, what happens is it is it is like like the wages of sin is death argument. In in like with Mister Bottyball, his only real thing was greed. Yeah, and yet he possibly died as a result of that. Yeah, this this woman has really got away with murder she's killed and the other the, the fella she's killed his his problem's been he's been a cruel person is it right that then she can, that she in effect causes his death in a terrible way and gets away with it it feels right but why but, it, but yeah, it's it's not. this is this is what I mean is that Susan George yeah. kills her husband in yeah. uh, Land to the Slaughter and, she, and she's definitely a murderer. Yeah. But halfway through the episode, I'm on her side. Yeah. I shouldn't be feeling like this, but that's what the tales do to you. Yeah. They're, that's what the tales do. And and that concludes, really, season one, uh, for, for us, for us at least, concludes season one. What, what we want to do is, before we close down the season proper, is just have your top... Let's say let's say we'll say a top episode, yeah. top actor, top moment. Yeah. Okay. And what about worst episode? And worst episode. Well, the worst episode is without question the Edwards the Conqueror. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. F- for for everything about it. Yeah. There's, yeah. There is probably not really a redeeming feature. In well, that. The, the ending is quite nice, but it's just an. Ob- it's like yeah, that's a good ending, but it. And it's, and it's bolted on out of nowhere. Yeah. And, it, and all, it also, it wasn't part of the original scripts, as we've yeah. already yeah. said. Yeah. Um, so, my top 
moment was um, Blessed walking into <laughs> Susan George's house with Pat! Did they say Pat? <laughs> that was my favourite moment. Favourite episode is probably still The Landlady. But it's just because I'm a horror fan and I think that's as close to horror as we get with certainly so far at least anyway and I think top actor stroke actress is Joan Collins uh, because she played that part she killed that part it was amazing it was like it was you've got the jodhpurs the nightdress the cheekiness I loved that that was great for me I'm, obviously I would agree with you about the, the worst episode the, the best um, bit for me was really when uh, Joan uh, had got her head stuck through that thing and uh, sort of her uh, coat came off and uh, she was lathered in Vaseline and uh, <laughs> there were people behind her holding onto her hips. And, uh, <laughs> Yanking off the leg. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but she, I think she looked great. I think she'd got a, a really good body she, and uh, I loved that. It... Uh, it and all through, as I say, the, that sort of innuendo laden yeah, script, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really liked. Um, best actor, best acting, I think, is Susan George. Uh, I thought it was amazing that she can express so much by doing so little. Which yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that is, is and t- best episode? Best episode. Well, up until uh, now. Up until we've just done that review, then I was going with uh, with Joan's um, thing because of all of the things that I've mentioned above. But I really, really enjoyed that uh, that last one. The uh, what's it even called? I forgot what it was called. The uh, way up to, the way of the way up to heaven. Yeah, and uh, we'd forgotten to mention how cool that title is, considering what actually happens in the story <laughs> the way up to heaven is just brilliant but really cheeky yeah so I'm, I'm going to go with that as my, as my best yeah. okay well I hope you've enjoyed the, if you've enjoyed it half as much even a quarter as much as I've enjoyed re- like recording these then it's well worth the listener I'd reckon but um, yeah it's it's you know when we started we said this is something that we you know we really liked watching before and we sort of wanted to get into it but the the more I have got into it the more I've enjoyed it so yeah. and uh, you know every every part of it the prep for it the sort of getting together watching it together the dissecting it it's 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 been it's been great I yeah. do hope that it does come across and that other people yeah. get some of that enjoyment that we've had from it and, well uh, one thing that's definitely going to happen is a season two okay because we're going to continue this regardless right um, even if there's just one person who listens <laughs> um, it's it's good to do it and I think it's just it's just meant to be a bit of fun so if we've got any inaccuracies or if we've given opinions that people don't agree with uh, it, there's there's nothing um, in, in sort of intentional we're not we're trying to, to uh, ruffle feathers or anything like that no. um, but please let us know if there's anywhere that you think that we could have improved this um, and uh, we'll see you back after a short break with season two uh, Royal Jelly Royal Jelly a beekeeper <laughs> Royal Jelly a beekeeper becomes concerned when his wife tells him their baby daughter is ill and losing weight 
What does he do? Right, okay, well, join us for season two, that's what you should do. <laughs> See you later, guys, thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you.